beautiful mind like Russell Crowe. I tried to hustle snow. Now I sit in the front row. I had to grow. I've been to and fro. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Everybody, welcome in again and again to the Give Me My Props Sports Betting Podcast slash family. I am Larry Williams, a.k.a. that shot you got to get before you get some dental work done. He is Jan Bond, a.k.a. Jen and Juice. What up, though? And this is the Give My Pro Sports Band Podcast, where we talk about all things NFL and NBA sports band related, and then life, love, and other stuff. You know, so we try to mix some of that stuff in there. Just so not as to keep it bored and um you know, just bring our listeners a little more um a little more content than just, you know, strictly sports bets or or uh or what have you. Um so speaking of other stuff, um heard there was a pretty crazy party on Grasted Avenue in Detroit. Do you want to touch on that, Jan? Uh, we could touch on that. Is that the car show you're talking about? Yeah, there was a car show or something like that. Just Hurt, there was mayhem. Tell me more. And, and it was I'm two interested. things. I, I didn't hear about the car show melee. I just heard, like, it's a car show. Let's go. But it was two things going on. At Rouge Park, it was a shooting because it was, like, some kind of juice party. I think Juice World probably. So I was going to touch on that next. So maybe there. we should just – okay, so since local people don't know about Grasha Avenue, uh, but they do know about Detroit. So there was a car show, like a de facto car show. They shut down one of our major roles. A lot of people came out. Uh, some good things happened. Some bad things happened. I'm more interested to talk to the people. Uh, and when I say the people, I mean America about and other places, not just America. So wherever you listen from, we love you. We love you and Al, our one listener friend. So hi, Al. Um, but Juice Wars. Now, Juice Wars, if anybody is familiar I heard was a replica of what they used to call Freaknik, which was a weekend-long event. Well, no, it was – how long was Freaknik? It was a week-long event in Atlanta, wasn't it? I think so. I've never been, but I I think it was like a week. I yeah, was. I was – I've been – you know, I went to one of the last years they shut it down. I believe it was 96. I went down there. My sister was living down there in 90 – maybe 98. Maybe 98. I went down there, 97, 98. Can't remember. But uh, anyways, they replicated that in Juice Wars. Now, now tell us more about Juice Wars and what the buzz was in the city. Did the city bill it as another um, freak nick or what was it, Jen? Tell me more. I'm actually out of the loop. I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened to me. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I'm a, uh, I have a, you know, a muscle car challenger. So, I'm, you know, a lot of times I just get in the car and drive. You know what I'm saying? So I'm riding around, and I actually just ride by down Plymouth, you know, where the Rouge area. And I'm like, what is going on over here? This look crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of just bumped into it. Um, it was, you know, half-naked females, uh, females hanging out of cars. Uh, it so a lot wild. of that. 
now, now, when I looked at it, it looked like a lot of college kids. Is that what it was? Uh, I'm definitely in their twenties. You know, it, 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 I was definitely the minority. Uh, you know, it, even though I ran into a couple people that I, that I grew up with, actually <laughs> being out there, like. So I mean, nobody cares, <laughs> right? Like they, they brought every everybody's going out, like everybody's out, right? But it was a oh. mostly twenty year olds, uh, I would say. Had they put a hard date on next year? How did the city treat the event? Well, you couldn't really get into rules. By the time I got there, and I was there like about four o'clock, which is early, you know what I'm saying? So uh, you really couldn't get in there. I when I did get in there. It was like they getting me out of here. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of traffic. So I'm like, let me just go post up. And then uh, we we took over. And, and I'm saying we because I pulled over. And then next thing I know is 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 is, is nine uh, challengers and chargers next to me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> much, uh, the, the, the Scat Pack SRT community took over. Is that oh, so people that you're familiar with? Uh, no, I didn't know these people at all. But they seen a challenger. They pulled over. <laughs> and it was just a line of challenges and chargers. And Everybody was getting along. Y'all, y'all, did, did you guys commingle as if you known each other or what have you? Uh, a little bit, not not crazy, but you know, just a little. With, with caution, right? Yeah, for yeah. for you know. Yeah. So. Wow. That, so that, that, that did happen, and I did kind of have fun. You know. What I'm saying? Uh, hey, well, I mean, I am very happy to hear that that you had a positive experience that you uh, uh, happened upon Juice Wars. Um, I didn't necessarily think it was for our uh, our uh, demographic, but you know, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Excuse me, <clears throat> our age demographic, but it's okay. They accepted the uh, the uh, more mature gentlemen out there. Oh yeah, because I drive. They, well, they are cars, but they like our cars. Like, <laughs> like they. Yeah, they like our cars. So they, so we're going to have a, you know, what I'm saying? we we old school before old school. They still like our same cars. They like our shoes. This is all our stuff that still is relevant. Um, Speaking of things that are still relevant, um, one of the greats, Jan, we lost one of the greats, and uh, I was a little taken aback. Have you ever heard of the song Private Dancer by a lady named Ms. Tina Turner? Oh, yeah, definitely a legend. Uh, goes beyond generations. Um, I can see the a famous story. I mean, she she's definitely a legend. R.I.P. Um, Did you know that she went in the Hall of Fame? She was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame two different occasions, twice. I, I did not know that. And, and I, I don't know that there's anybody else. I mean, maybe there's somebody else. I don't know who it is. Maybe that's a bit. I thought that was a big deal. She went in once with Ike and then uh, once by herself. And uh, there was a... Uh, Excuse me, there's a famous uh, tour, excuse me, there's a famous uh, line by a local rapper named Cash Kid, and uh, he, uh, in, in one of his rap lyrics, he says, uh, I feel like Tina Turner, I was on tour with a puncher. Wow. And uh, yeah, I don't know if that was appropriate to say right there, but like that's uh, this lady impact. And you know, and, and I, I made that point to say that she, it, it made it through all the generations. Right, right. She's Remember what we kind of talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the, the rock and roll Steve? Uh, um, I'm just drawing a blank. I said it earlier, but I'm drawing a blank now. But Bay Roots, the sports, Elvis, 
She's, Elvis. She's up, yeah, Elvis is what I use. She's up there. Like we, ne- I never heard of Elvis all my life, but I know who he is. She's up there like that. You know, she's legendary. And, and I mean, what's love got to do with it? She's got a, a few other hits, things that we like, and uh, she definitely was a, from a generation long before us, and uh, she kind of peaked around in our youth, and uh, so definitely want to uh, shout out Miss Tina Turner. You still affecting music right now? I'm telling you. This young kid, Cast Kid, he's a young rapper, newest album, he says her name prior to her passing away. And I mean, granted, he put the negative connotation with it, but it kind of lets you know, hey, she's still, she's someone. Like, if I say this, people know what this is. What and this and is, so, right, right. And yeah, then, and I. And people just, people that spit bars, they're not being offensive. They just, it's just a hotline that sound good, but people do take offense to. Stuff like that when it's um, in a negative tone. Yeah, like well, and I mean, I don't like I don't take domestic violence uh, lightly at all. I don't condone domestic violence. Uh, in fact, I think it's repulsive. Uh, I think it's horrific, and and I just don't I don't condone it. Uh, but uh, I do uh, I do advocate and support uh, artistic freedom. So. Shout out Tina Turner um, and the Turner family and, you know, her whole family. And Nutbush, Tennessee. Shout out Tennessee. Um, so, um, and shout out Cash Kid, man. So if you're listening, Cash Kid, uh, we love you, man. We was uh, we still listen. We listen to your music. Not still, but we listen to your music, man. Um, uh, something really big happened, too, while we were away, Jay. The Celtics blew game seven. Now, did the Celtics lose Game Seven, or did Miami win Game Seven? Uh, I think a little bit of both. I think a little bit of both. Um, I'm gonna go on record the saying. I mean, it, all our listeners know I picked Boston in seven, and we hasn't we haven't been on in a while. So when it got to three zero, I'm like, there's no way Boston is winning this series. History has told us is one fifty and zero. That when you're down 3-0, you're not coming back. So I never really thought Boston, even when it got to Game Seven, I didn't really think Boston was going to do it. And, and I know you called me at the last second and was like, "No, they're not doing it," you know. And I and I and I and I had another person on my wavelength, so it gave me the confirmation. I put it in, I got it. Um, it's a little bit of both. Um, Boston just hasn't been a. a, a um, a team that has been closing out good, uh, you know. You know what I'm saying? They, they haven't been, and Miami has been the opposite the whole playoffs. They've pretty much been the opposite. Miami plays, I mean, not Miami. Uh, Boston plays small. Um, they, they don't cover spreads. They they let people that's not better than them. Uh, I don't know that anybody doesn't cover a spread better than Miami. <laughs> they don't cover <laughs> anything. They or oh, until the playoffs. The playoffs started. They oh, cover yeah. every damn they're thing. Not, they're the number one team in, in, in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, in the right. playoffs. <laughs> the regular season, they didn't cover that. They, they didn't cover anything. <laughs> they were dead last in the regular season. As, as people that follow stats as hard as we follow, we could not believe that. <laughs> that it was so much of a swing the other way. But why was it so hard for us to spot Miami Given that they were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, Jan, we should have had some kind of inkling. I don't. Did they ever hit, you know, the proverbial switch that we should have saw? Kind of like how Golden State went on that run toward the end of last year, if that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, 
you know, essentially, I, I can't even see say Denver hit a switch. They're just they've been annihilating people from the, the season. They, they were yeah, the one so, seed all up until yeah. they kind of took off, and then Milwaukee kind of went ahead of them. But I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to see that Miami was going to do this based on they lost their second best player in Tyler Hero. Um, I mean, he could be the third best, but but I like Tyler. T- Tyler uh, Bio, Tyler way more consistent than the Bio. But they lost Tyler. Uh, they were at AC. They were in the playoff, the play in game, and they got beat by Atlanta. <laughs> so so it's hard to say that Miami was going to do all this. It, it's really hard based on the way we look at basketball with a fine tooth comb. We we wasn't going to pick Miami. It, uh, it was, Miami is a very, very tough call, and uh, you know, um, just feel just just feel really fortunate that uh, we got to watch some great basketball. Um, Jimmy's playing unbelievable. Caleb Martin was the real MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Caleb <laughs> Martin, Caleb Martin, you give me my props, MVP, dude. Like, don't hey, listen. Yeah. Don't worry about getting the Larry Bird Award, okay? You get the Give Me My Props Award, okay? Right, yeah, the Give Me My Props MVP. He's kind of final go to Caleb Martin. And I, and I told you, like, Larry, there's no way he's not getting it. You was like, Jimmy's getting it. <laughs> Shaq, Lemon, come on. Jimmy's getting it. Like, are you kidding me? There's like, no way you couldn't have given that award to Jimmy Butler. Did you hear the story about what he did at the um, – which that is no fault of the team. But did you hear the story about what he did at the Minnesota practice where he embarrasses uh, the starters and Carl Anthony Towns and he balls out with the second team? Jeff Teague is on uh, he's on somebody's podcast somewhere telling this story about, you know, Jimmy. And so you have to give that award to him or you have to fight him in the locker room afterwards about it. Right, right. Jimmy's a leader, a natural born leader, but he needs his own team. So he didn't do well. When he was on Philly, you, you, people forget he he was there with Embiid. <laughs> yep, he sure was. Uh, uh, to to uh, Tobias Harris and the other the the and the meltdown kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, ben. And, yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah he was. We'll just call him Ben. And he, he was on. And he was on Minnesota with Cat. With yeah, with Towns and and uh, 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 Teague and all those guys Teague. and. Uh, uh, Russell was there, right? Uh, yeah, I think hey. Russell was there. He might have just got there. They didn't have Anthony Edwards at the time. No, they, they didn't have Ant Man. But they had enough to make it a you know Jimmy to to, to take that team. But he only shines like with the Bulls. He was clearly the the front dude. You know what I'm saying? Clearly, he only shines in new situations. Was like, this is my team. Give me give me a bunch of people that's gonna work hard. I don't care who they is. Let's go. He, he, he goes and, crazy with that. And it's very obvious that if you put him in the right system, he's going to win. This man has been to the conference finals numerous times, been to the final numerous times. He is knocking at the door, which takes me to the point because I don't even know that we talk about the uh, the the series that was the Lakers in Denver, the the sweep, you know, just, the, just where they make them look like the seventh seed that they were or what have you. And so, listen, you know I like to use what's called the stud theory in basketball, where it means the biggest, baddest dude's going to win the game or the championship. That works most of the time. Usually. Yeah, it usually works. I call that the stud theory. I also like to use in the NBA what's called the pecking order, which means that a team 
you know, they build up, they knock at the door, knock at the door, and then they break through. Akin to what the Pistons did, you know, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Akin to, um, you know, uh, Shaq and Kobe. Akin to LeBron James, et cetera. You know, where the kid, where they, they knock at the door, knock at the door, and then they break through. Okay, we thought we were going to get it out of Tatum. We thought we were going to get it out of Ja. Those guys didn't didn't break through. Maybe it was Jimmy knocking the whole time. Yeah. Was it Jimmy knocking the whole time? Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but I just can't see it. I, I can't bet it. I think that, that I think so, Miami is overmatched. You got the stud theory over here. Yeah. That's stud theory over here. You got the the uh the pecking order theory over here. Which do you go with? Which is heavier? Is I'm it the stud theory or the, the or the pecking order theory? I'm going the stud theory, the multi MVP in the league. I'm going that way. He has a better nucleus. They're gelling. The chemistry is great over there in Denver. I mean Is Jamal Murray better than Jimmy Butler? I would say no, but Jimmy Butler don't have Jokic passing on the ball. He's got Bam. Bam. Yeah, you have to laugh while I say so. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, no, Bam's a great player. Bam's a, a, a perennial All Star, and you know, uh, you know, Bam's a great player. He's he's not he's not Jokic, and, and I uh, tease my dad, and I don't know if I uh, if I said this the last time, but I teased my dad. I said, "This is how y'all felt watching Larry Bird." destroy people on a nightly basis back then and they couldn't do anything about it you know this is how y'all felt watching bird uh, come in and, and wreck the damn league right. and uh he laughed and he said oh, well he's good he ain't no larry bird though so we'll see yo kick get your shit together man you got five to go get how many larry got no larry's got four doesn't he i think he has four I'm just going to talk yeah about I think he's four. well if you want to be larry you got to get five yo kick Starting with one, um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to him, um, even though I feel kind of ashamed giving it to him because I should be rooting for, like, Miami. Like, they are essentially, like, the, the darlings, the underdog fighters, and they're familiar to us. And it seems like they've given us so much. I, I don't feel that connection with Denver. No, I get what you're saying. Um, Miami has took us on emotional roller coaster. Uh, you know, being a David to Goliath, slaying the Milwaukee Bucks, beating the Knicks, and then beating the big bad wolf <laughs> with the Boston Celtics. I mean, you you can't really write a script like that. Um, I get what you're saying, you know, but Denver has been annihilating the whole league the whole season on the low. On the low. Yeah, they've been number one basically all season. And uh, there's not not no reason to believe that they're not going to be anything other than number one. Um, ton of talent out there. Uh, Bruce Brown is playing out of his mind. Porter Jr. had a huge closeout game. Uh, Catavius Caldwell, Paul Wiley, veteran, a lot of uh, championship pedigree. You know, um, Jokic is clearly the best player left in this thing. He's clear. He's by far and away the best player left in this thing. Um, Jamal Murray, 50-40-90 in the closeout series. Um, this thing is going to get very, very interesting. Yeah. And right now, Vegas has um, Denver game one by eight and a half, um, which I think is a little Sucks too – Ooh. 
<laughs> I think it's a little high for for a Miami uh, scrappy what? team, but I'm I'm probably going to I'm going to bet Denver win the game. But I'm I'm gonna try to get this point these points down with a, like probably a one game parlay. Probably Jokic twenty five, Denver five and a half. I think that's plus money. You can get that. I think I like that. I might roll with that. Well, um, I don't have anything interesting as relates to a parlay. Uh, I think Jokic is going to do well. Um, I don't see any reason that he won't have a triple double. So I think if you want to try to squeeze that one in there, um, I think he, I think he finally understands who he is. But but what about can we can we pull up that fight that these guys had where Jimmy's telling them you know bring bring that shit or what what's Jimmy saying to him in that. You know, bring it or something like that. Can we pull up that fight and show the people? This team, they they have history. I forgot about that. They do have history. Okay. And real quick, real quick, before you can go back to that, but taking taking Nuggets minus four and a half, Jimmy 20, Jokic 20 is plus money. I think that's real safe. That's super safe. When you say plus money, plus how much? Uh, Plus 105. Okay. So really, even then. Even Even Steven. Even money is basically. But go ahead, go ahead. Well, the people might want to hear something else like that. You, what you're doing is pretty interesting. The people might want to hear that. They might not want to hear about the fight that Jimmy almost got into with Jokic. Jimmy almost got into a fight with him, I'm, and the brothers got involved. There, all of that, man. It was, it was a mess. I'm gonna have to look that up because I, I don't remember that for some reason. I did not remember. That. Oh yeah, we've got to get that. Uh, can we? Can we talk to the engineers? Can they hear? Well, okay. So we low budget. We don't have engineers. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, if we did, too. I would tell them to pull. I would tell them to pull the footage to show y'all America, because these teams have history. Uh, Jokic is no punk, and uh, obviously Jimmy's uh, temperament has been well documented. Um, but I think Jan and I both are going to lean toward um, Denver winning Game One. Um, I think we both think eight and a half is too many points. Um, it may change by the time it closes. Uh, watch that thing. Whichever way it swings, uh, go the opposite way is all my always my advice. Um, but uh, so uh, uh, we we both think they're going to win game one. Um, I think this thing ends in five or six, Jan. I just don't. It's just he's too much, man. Yeah, it's too much. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna, and I got a free bet, and I might use that free bet to, to take Denver. Um, you know, pick it exactly four four one. I might use that free bet on that. Um, but definitely for game one, um, when you go to game, when you win game seven, and then the game one of the next series, the team is thirty one and fifty two, uh, straight up. So, so, I mean, not not a lot of value in picking Denver money line, but uh, no, they're going to win the damn game, basically. Yeah, they're probably going to win oh. this game. Uh, we give me all that. What you got? What you got, Jay, on the whole series? Um, I like I like Denver in five, uh, four one. Wow, Denver in five. I'm saying Denver in five or six. I got to see how the Heat play, uh, see how they respond, because they're going to get punched in the mouth. They're going to get punched in the mouth. Right. How many days we got before we watch basketball? Four more days? Uh, actually, I think it's tomorrow. Right? Um, let's see. No, no way. Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. I feel like the game was just last night. No, nah, it was like two days ago. Jeez, oh, peace. 
I I want to say let me let me. Uh, Time goes by so fast, man. Hell, my kids gonna graduate from high school next year. I'm just you know. Hell <laughs> right, yeah. Wow. What's, That's great. what's happening to time? Yeah, t- tomorrow, eight thirty tomorrow, game one, tomorrow. Eight thirty tomorrow. That's Eastern, seven thirty Central. Be there, be square. Give me my props, family. We love y'all. Hey, shout out to everybody who listened to us too. And I know we always be joking about Al listening and stuff like that, but I mean, low key, like we got the mob. Like there's Lil and Steve O and D oh, and all. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and then on the gang on the other end, Sev, all them boys and Rio and all the like. And shout out to the internet. We got international listeners. We got people in Louisiana, New York. We got people all over the globe. Yeah, and you and you might catch it on YouTube, and there's not a lot of views and stuff like that. But the podcast gets some buzz. I guess more people like to listen because we're ugly and my camera quality is <laughs> not good. Uh, so I love y'all. Thanks for coming out. And just remember, when Denver win game one, and then you you finesse it with with that twenty and twenty Jan was talking about, and get the lower amount. Just give me my props, damn it, America. Jan, tell these fuzz what to do. Give me my props. Peace, America. We love you. Well, I love you, Jan, is not so much. Not so much, America. <laughs>